0: The following podcast has been rated R because we say fuck a lot. What's the big deal? It doesn't hurt anybody. Fuck, 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 fuck. Parental guidance is suggested.
1: Hi, this is Uber Ball. If you want to help support the podcast on this network, go to rogueintel.com Thank you and go fuck yourself. Table reads podcast.com Lights Camera Action! Action!
0: When a script is written that is so bad that no one will film it, two men will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's a good part, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Action! Action! Table Reads. Table Reads. With Sean McBee and Trevor
1: Thompson. Hello everybody, and if you're listening on the day that we've posted this, happy 4th of July! Happy Sky Explosion Day! Yes, enjoy your sky explosions! Today we have a very special script, it's one that I have been so eager to read. We we didn't discuss it, so I didn't know how eager you were, but yeah, we're we're both very eager to read this, and we've been waiting because, um, well... It is Spider-Man, the 1993 James Cameron version of Spider-Man. It's a script of legend. A lot of people... uh, Hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, I just want to say, why are we doing Spider-Man right now? Why have we waited? It's Well, because Spider-Man Homecoming is coming out in a scant few days to your local cinemas. Uh, And, you know, cinemas that aren't local to you, just cinemas... Cinemas in general. Yes. Uh, it comes out July 7th, which means, of course, July 6th at 7 o'clock. That's the new thing. They do shit early. It used to be like midnight on Thursday night, and uh, now yeah. it's like 7 o'clock on Thursday. Aren't you special? That's weird. Yeah. Stupid movie industry. Yeah. but um, So before you go out and enjoy the fuck out of Spider-Man Homecoming, which is going to be great... Um, I just thought it would be a good idea for you to get a little taste of what could have been back in the nineties, back before Sam Raimi picked up the, the web shooters. I think he it's didn't fair have to shooters. say
0: that's good. what this show brings, Sean, is a, is a glimpse of what could have been and what should
1: never have and been. What pro- well, not in the case of Roger Rabbit. Right. That was good. If you guys have not listened to the last script we did that we just finished last week, go back and listen because it's probably the only chance you're ever going to get to hear a good yeah. script on this show. It is really, really good. One got by, one got through. Yeah. It was It was actually the
0: exact opposite of, of what happened with uh, Beetlejuice goes hawaiian for me anyway yeah we
1: started that going what if this is good what are I, we gonna do well in my case it was because i
0: loved the title i love that title I was like this has to be something super cheesy fun but the title has nothing to do with spider-man but that's but with roger rabbit what i'm trying to say sean is that with a title like roger rabbit Toon patrol 2 i was like this isn't gonna be any good it was
1: great it was fantastic the opposite of what happened with beetlejuice now this is one we we never read these scripts in advance because we don't want to you know, sully our reactions. We want to experience it for the first time for you to experience us experiencing it or something. I'm just rambling. Which is kind of why,
0: which is why Roger Rabbit was so great. We expected
1: it would be bad. Like most of these were, and it was a surprise with this one, though. We haven't read it. We, it, because it's a script of infamy, we have heard things about it. Yeah. And we know unequivocally, this one is going to blow donkey balls. So, If you're into blowing donkey balls, this is your show. So I'm not sure exactly what revision this is because it has conflicting dates on the cover. Um, It reads Spider-Man. At the top, it says August 4th, 1993. And then it says Spider-Man, just Spider-Man. Spider-Man written by Barry Cohen and Ted Newsom and James Cameron. Second revision by Joseph Goldmari and James Cameron and John Brancato. Third revision by James Cameron, based on screenplays by Ted Newsom and John Brancato, Barry Cohen and Joseph Goldman. So that's, and then it says second revision, 729.93. Okay, so this is the third revision dated 8493. So that's where we are with that. Now are you aware, Sean? I mean
0: we're you you and I are both aware of the the history of this this little <laughs> script, but are you aware of the the guy, the fan film, the guy who made the fan film Spider Man, he's a stunt guy and the reason the film's famous is not because it was technically the first Spider Man movie, but because he was a stunt guy and did all of his own real stunts of him on webs and everything in New York City. I don't know anything about that. That was, this is another one of those things that potentially could have been a vehicle for him back I, when it originally started.
1: I know that James Cameron, this was, this was his passion project. He, he worked like 10 years to try yeah. to make this movie. Well, that guy and did. Then, and then when he had the chance, he just went, nah.
0: Well, that guy did, uh, was going
1: to be in a cameo in the Raimi film, Spider-Man, mm. but it well, didn't happen. Well, um, I think that's all the backstory we need. There you go. Fade in,
0: and right, we need some music.
1: Oh, god damn it!
0: Not so easy, is it? Interior, Professor Ox, private physics laboratory, the cyclotron room, the cyclotron room. Credit sequence day. A mighty warning klaxon. We really need to get a klaxon sound effect. Yeah, you know, I thought of floating one in here and I didn't. We should've maybe we should just like play the ones that are on our phones. Don't worry about it, just <laughs> A mighty klaxon a warning klaxon assaults our ears. A flashing warning light stabs our eyes. Several dials go into the red. A hand pushes aside yellow a yellow thermos and pushes forward a red power throttle. He's really concerned with what color shit is. Yeah. This is, uh, this is Cameron's version. So, we hear the winding up of a cyclotron. A digital dial climbs to a 5% power. A spider crawls across the dial.
1: It's probably not important. It's probably yeah. Probably
0: red and blue. Begin opening credits. The cyclotron room is an old basement full of peeling paint and plumbing wrapped with tape. Leaks are here. Leaks are here and there. Cobwebs all around. Dr. Octo Octavius, Octo Otto Octavius, Otto Octavius, Ock to his friends, is a strong but strange featured man in his mid 50s. His assistant, Wiener, Jesse Goldberg, apparently, hovers nearby looking on. He's open mouthed with a mindless kind of curiosity. Wiener is a local small time hood hired by Ock to circumvent the school administration and to procure, quote unquote, whatever Ock needs for his experiments. He shades his eyes against a searing blue-white beam that erupts from the window. The room is divided into a control room and the experiment chambers.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? <laughs>
0: it's a big guy. Weiner. the big guy. With a whoosh, the window explodes, showering with two shards of glass and throwing... Showering the two. The, showering the two tards with glass, yeah. Showering the two with shards of glass and throwing them to the floor. Ok rising. We begin again. Let's kick in that new transducer. See if we can double the power output. Whoa, Doc, wait a minute. <laughs> Do that as Marty. But Ock is already at the throttle. The cyclotron whirls up. The lights go on. Louder, brighter than before. Ok looks through the broken window into the experimental chamber. The power dial inches forward. Upward, excuse me. Eight. Nine the blue-white light is blinding now. The wine pitch is shattering. End opening credits. Okie dokie! The power dial hits 10. I love that line of dialogue. <laughs> That's going to be an indicator, I think. Of the the opening
1: credits end, and then the first thing we hear is, Okie dokie! <laughs>
0: this is going to be great. This is the best superhero movie ever written. <laughs> Exterior Empire State University Day As students go to class The sound of the cyclotron spills out of the science center And onto the grounds of Empire State University Not a thing At least I don't think it is We see Peter Parker A pleasant faced senior Who's among the top in his class Sincere and serious He has yet to develop a way with women You can tell that just by looking at him (laughs) Uh, Do you want to be Liz? I'll be Liz Hiya Peter liz allen is also a senior she's beautiful and
1: intelligent obviously you can tell both those These things are all things her. that you can tell right away uh hi liz how you how you doing how am i doing what and then harry shows up
0: peter peter wait up harry is the school nerd wait what and I didn't voice him correctly.
1: Harry is the school nerd? In this one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Peter was the school nerd. No. Harry was his rich... Fr- okay, never no. mind. Move on. No.
0: Different this time. <laughs> a quirky kid who, like Peter, can be a little backward around girls. So I guess he's a nerd too. Especially pretty ones like Liz. Lemon. To Liz. Would you uh, excuse us for a minute? Despite Peter's protesting body language, Harry pulls him away like a consp- conspirator. What is it? What? Did
1: the Astrophysics Journal really accept your paper? <laughs> yeah, well, all I got's the data, but they've agreed to publish it when it's finished. You know, it's my calculation on the planetary conjunction. And its influence on the anti-force, isn't it? Yes. Look, Harry, I'm busy with... <laughs> I'm busy with this dialogue in- Indicates Liz standing there Yeah
0: you and the rest of the class Everyone is busy with Liz Peter A hand reaches in and smacks her bottom Flash
1: Oh yeah cupcakes
0: Elbowing him affectionately
1: <laughs> Flash is the 40 year old senior <laughs> Yeah
0: Ralph Bakshi What's your line?
1: Oh uh Flash
0: They kiss and walk away Sneering And Flash is the busiest of them all
1: Come on Harry We'll be late for Octavius
0: (laughs) (laughs) Harry makes a gesture Mimicking Ock is crazy (laughs) Ak is nuts Don't you agree
1: Did you notice by my hand gesture That I think he's nuts Ak is a genius Harry Crazy, yes. But a genius misunderstood and unappreciated. Oh boy. Well wow, that dialogue, the one I just read, was fucking like you know, Doc Ock is a genius, unappreciated. They didn't feel like putting this in the descriptions. No, so we'll just I'll just say it.
0: <laughs> Interior cycles Tron area hallway day. It is a basement hallway full of lockers with which students are banging open and shut as they put stuff in and take stuff out. We know how lockers work. <laughs> In their midst, a the man is banging on the door marked Cyclotron Room, authorized personnel only. Professor Rosamorph, is that how you say that? Rosamorph? Sure, Rosamorph. 60 ish, respectable, a good old fashioned professor. He's the head of the physics department. With him, with him is Alexander Thorkel. Jesus, these fucking names. A 40 ish, waspish, means he's white, school administrator. For a scientist as crazily focused as Ock, Thorkel is a natural enemy. Roz, I guess I'll be Roz. Okay. Doctor Octavius, you are late for your lecture. The students are waiting, Doctor Octavius. Oh, sorry. The students are waiting.
1: Doctor Octavius! Your friend is impossible, Professor Rothamorph.
0: Good lisp, Joyce.
1: I told the board we should let him go.
0: Hang on one second. I gotta write down the name Roz. The light above Thorkel's head explodes. You need an explosion sound. I don't have one. I need one, too. We've had, like, so many episodes with explosions in the scripts, we don't have one yet. Then all the lights behind them, again, explode in succession. Thorkel and Roz look amazed.
1: What's he doing in there? Not his crazy experiment again. You mean his anti-force theory. One day they'll give him the Nobel Prize for it. Meanwhile, he is demolishing our university. Octavius! Open the door!
0: Interior Ox Lab. The anti-force experiment has now reached the limit of electronic overload safety.
1: I think you need to find an impression so Um, that you remember what Doc is. I guess he's Orson. Yeah, do him as Orson. Fuck! All right. Maybe a faster Orson?
0: The NT force experiment has now reached the limit of electronic overload safety. Therefore, Wiener, you will disconnect the overload safety device. For Waldos, it says that. I don't know what this fucking means. Three-fingered, snake-like mechanical arms suddenly thrust themselves I guess we know what waldos are now suddenly thrust themselves into the chamber and begin working, each at a different task. Ock is an acknowledged master at manipulating these waldos. He flicks a switch and a searing blue white beam lances down from a focus a focusing cone and strikes a gram weight marked one million, illuminating it and filling our ears with a splitting buzz tone. Zzz. The knock on the door grows louder wiener comes up behind doc whoa doc
1: someone's at the door
0: world class mind and they stick me in the basement with the third rate cyclotron insert the dial marked relative gravity reads one million but suddenly it snaps to point zero point nine 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 with an exclamation mark apparently yeah ok (laughs) okie (laughs) dokie that's That's his catchphrase yeah this is going to be a great script.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm having so much fun already.
0: The way begins to jiggle, and for an instant, it appears to live ever s- lift ever so lightly. Interior- Slightly. Slightly. Interior College Physics Lab Day. This is an enormous room, 100, and- 100 lab tables. The yellowing smoke of a 1,000 experiments hangs in the air. You're hu- supposed to ventilate that, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a fire risk. A huge American flag dominates the back wall. Peter, Harry, and Liz set up their tables
1: Flash re- I'm Flash, right? Yeah What am I doing as Flash? Just be a douchebag You were like a 40-year-old All you said was Hey, Liz 40-year-old douchebag Okay ha- uh, Peter, Harry, and Liz set up their tables Well, remember, he's like a, he's like the football quarterback guy
0: Oh, okay I don't really have a voice for that <laughs> um, Peter, Harry, and Liz set up their tables Flash reads the Daily Bugle Sports section Cause he's a jock Get it Peter can't take His eyes off Liz Then she looks back at Looks back What She looks back When she looks back When she looks back He looks down At his gear Which is in big letters So it's probably a His junk Yeah His it's, penis Yeah
1: What is it Peter
0: It's nothing He's looking at his junk He's like it's nothing <laughs> She's cock shaming him Interior Ox Lab Wiener opens And his name's Wiener Wiener opens the door and sees Roz and Thorkel waiting impatient. Not impatiently, impatient.
1: Yes, gentlemen, can I help you? Tell your boss that, that his class is waiting. Looks. You better tell him yourself.
0: Thorkel looks at Roz, who waves his shoulder. Then the both. Then the both calls what it says. Yeah. Roz and Thorkel. Professor, Professor Octavius! Professor Og turns and looks at the bewildered men. Gentlemen, come. You must see this. Oh, it's me. Who's Roz again? How do I do, Roz? Uh, s- standard professor voice. Okay. But your students. The imbeciles can wait. I have better things to do than teach in- introductory physics, Rozmorph. Undergrads are kindless adolescents.
1: You see, he is impossible.
0: Thorkel, you are the dumbest administrator our university has ever had. Sorry, that says dumbiest. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to fucking...
1: Read it as dumbiest, because that's what you James know what? Cameron... You're wa- right. You're this right. is the third revision. That you're shit's right. on purpose.
0: Uh, what are you doing? Thorkel, you are the dumbiest administrator our university has ever had. Thorkel turns to go. Don't go, Thorkel. Come... Look! He starts to play his machines. Handles and buttons.
1: Yeah, there should be an apostrophe in there. Yeah,
0: but we really do have to convey this is James Cameron being deliberately
1: bad. This is James Cameron at his very best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love James Cameron. You know, he did make the highest grossing film of all time out of Fern Gully.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he also... You know, people say it's really hard to make a successful sequel in a time when you couldn't do that. He made two successful sequels. That's great. Aliens and Terminator 2.
1: Where are we? Uh, The university pays you to teach something to your students. Interior College, College Physics Lab Day. Liz. Well, do you mean nothing or do you mean something, but you won't tell me what it is? Regaining. I don't know what that means. I mean, plain nothing. Well, I guess that's about as nothing as you can get. Plain nothing. A beat. Liz! Ah, it is something. No,
0: look! The equipment on her table is starting to vibrate. They look at it curiously. (laughs) We hear the cyclotron's whine begin to build. Interior cyclotron room, day. Everything is shaking like an earthquake. Roz and Thoracle seem to dance in their place, going crazy with anger and surprise. The wine is deafening. The light is blinding. Wiener has his eyes closed and his hands over his ears. I'm going to I'm going for twenty percent power.
1: No, don't do that. I have no idea what I'm looking at, but apparently I know that twenty per cent is bad.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> oh I'm sorry, I'm Roz. Ock, it's dangerous Ock, I warn you Wiener crosses himself The console erupts and sparks Interior electrical conduit montage Day
1: Electrical conduit montage In-
0: Inside of it, inside of that montage Yes, interior Yeah We follow the electrical overcharge As it crackles along the wires and cables Inside the walls and floors It is making its way to the lab Interior lab, day All the kids are now trying to hold onto their vibrating equipment It's kind of like today. The charge crackles up a wire and erupts at Liz's table. A breaker explodes in flames. There is an outburst of ad-libs. Fire! Everybody Everybody out! Hey! Whose feet are these? Thorkell comes running. He is shabby and bewildered, seeing Liz trapped behind the fire, which is growing from second to
1: second. Keep calm. Everybody keep calm. Use the front door. Everybody out the front. Liz, come on! I can't help me. I'm coming.
0: He wades into the fire, but he is... wades yeah, into the fire. You no, know, because fuck it. You, you know my feet are on fire, but fuck it, my legs. But is beat. Oh, you're... he wades into the fire, but is beaten back by the flames, which would happen. So why describe it? His sleeve is on fire. He pats it out like it's nothing. Peter. A flash appears and tries to help, but Thorkel stops him.
1: Go back, you idiot! You can't go in there.
0: Liz smashes at the window, but this is an inner city school and the windows are covered by steel gates. Liz wraps her fingers in the gate.
1: Help! Help me!
0: Outside the window, the air is clear and and people come and go. <laughs> Some are stopping to look up at the girl on the second floor who screams, but they can't hear, of course, down at them as the flames close close in behind her. Peter comes flying in with a fire extinguisher. He fumbles with it comically, apparently. I bet you. Flash pushes Thorkel, grabs the extinguisher away from him with a scowl of disdain. Liz turns to face the flames. Suddenly, there's an eruption of CO2 clouds and the roar of a fire extinguisher. Because they roar. (laughs) I'm loving this. I know it's bad, but I'm actually loving this. The flames are beaten down enough for her to leap out. Flash is there, holding the extinguisher. People cheer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Thanks for your help, Flash. (laughs) No problem, wimp. Our hero has a real way with words. (laughs) Oh,
0: why don't you grow up? Peter is stung, insulted, turns away. Rosimorph peeps in, worried, faces Thorkel.
1: This man will bring a disaster upon this university!
0: Ock comes in, starts with his lecture calmly as if nothing has happened. The universe is made up of forces. And counter forces <laughs> there's a pause as if he's thinking of a counter to that. <laughs> the universe is made up of forces and counter forces science is the study of the forces I can't stop saying forces
1: damn it okay look is this the first day of school <laughs> this is really bad writing. you don't you don't come in in the middle of the school year and go science <laughs> is the study of
0: <laughs> yeah yeah right Flash hands the extinguisher to Peter. Liz embraces Flash, (laughs) throwing a glimpse at Peter, who tried so bravely. (laughs) He looks away and turns the last of the extinguisher on the last of the fire. The last of the last of the last of the last. Ock continues without a hitch. But I, Professor Octo-Octavius.
1: You keep saying Octo-Octavius.
0: Otto-Octavius. Don't tell me what my name is. There's too much directing around here. But I, uh, Professor Otto Octavius, I love that he puts the pauses in for you. By the way, yeah. in this.
1: <laughs> but I, Professor Otto Octavius, have, have devoted my life to the
0: study of the counterforces. Good job,
1: Peter. Thanks, Professor.
0: Thorkel has walked slowly and uncomprehendingly toward... You don't see that word enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> uncomprehendingly toward... It's,
1: it's <laughs> one of the few words that just you can't ever use in Scrabble. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way of
0: fitting it in there. But if you manage, you you, you pretty much win. Um, Thorkel has walked slowly and uncomprehendingly to this music, the slow music, toward the front of the huge lab. There we go. He simply cannot believe
1: Ox behavior. I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Like the description said, I don't believe it. I simply don't. I won't believe it. I can't believe it. I shan't believe it.
0: Can we carry on, Mr. Thorkel? With no question mark. Piece of shit. Can we carry on, Mr. Thorkel?
1: I don't believe... Oh, all right. Carry on, Professor.
0: Well... This week, my dear students, I have a—I've made a stunning breakthrough. Feel oh, free to... Uh, re-
1: sorry, <laughs> I was adjusting my volume.
0: Yes, as, as well you should.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. You've got fire forms to fill out, Dr. Octavius.
0: You spit in my face when you said fire forms to fill out. I have no time for forms <laughs> or administrators who persist in interrupting me, Mr. Thorkel. Thorical steams out and bangs shut the door. <laughs> I now believe it's possible that these counterforces can be collected, the way the magnifying glass collects the sunlight and focused into a hard beam. I call <laughs> Wiener. <laughs> Wiener backs away from the blackboard to reveal a word that Ock has scrawled in large letters. It says anti-force. I call it. The anti-force Arc is plugging a huge cable into a small lucite box with a silver ball in it. This anti-force once harnessed is capable of undoing any natural force at which it is aimed. For instance, looks up maniacally. Gravity. Liz scribbles down a note and mouths the word gravity. She then tur- then she turns to Peter.
1: I'm sorry. It's all right. Ak is oh wait, hold on. She's whispering. He's not. So God. let me do that again. Go for it. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs>
0: Akka's playing, quote unquote, his computer like the Phantom of the Opera at the organ, which is just fucking so believable.
1: Remember, this is a nineteen ninety three computer. <laughs> We patch in the cyclotron the lights flicker and go dim. I think that's not supposed to be dialogue. <laughs> no,
0: I think it's just said okay.
1: I think the first line we is saying that patch him and in then, the
0: cyclotron and then No okay. no he yeah, says that. He says and that. Then, I got it. We patch in the cyclotron, the lights flicker and go dim. Pay no attention to the lights. I of course steal its energy. And it loses power. We patch in the cyclotron and we gradually apply power. The power that I am stealing! He's
1: just repeating himself. Yeah.
0: As the wine... Orson is almost too good for this dialogue. As the wine builds in the lab, Ock peers through the Lucite box at us, distorted by it. The box is a miniature version of the Cyclotron's experimental chamber, and now the blue-white globe begins. It crackles around the silver ball. And so we stand four square against the fundamental force that orders and maintains our universe. Gravity, which is holding down this goddamn ball. Rise! The lights go totally dark. The kids react with hoops and catcalls.
1: Woo!
0: What a crock. Shut up, Harry. This is very interesting. Mr. Parker, have you some... Interesting observation you'd like to share with the class? N- no, sir. And shut up and pay some attention to the experiment. What a cunt. Yes. Yes, I am a cunt. Ock peers at us through the lucite box as the silver ball begins to rise. Ock's face is ecstatic. Rise! Rise! The silver ball suddenly shoots up, shattering the top of the box. It flies up the ceiling, where it shatters a light fixture. The shards rain down on Ock, who reaches out and catches the fa- the falling ball, and scales it, a- and scales it in a raised fist. I don't know what that means. I don't, I yeah, that makes sense. Now that's what I call an experiment.
1: Okay. Jesus Christ! The, like everything is direction and Doc Ock. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no nothing for me here. You want to go get a sandwich, you know, lie down for a while, take I a I should. <laughs> the cyclotron
0: whine cuts out and Ock wheels to the computer. He hits a key and several colored projection beams. Oh, that's racist. Lance out of the back of the room. They pierce the smoke and light a projection display in the front. Two colored spheres, one yellow and blue, one yellow and blue, touch where their circ- circumferences meet. Behind them is a That's bl- the
1: only place two spheres <laughs> can touch. But... <laughs> Literally, that's how spheres touch one another. And they really overexplain a lot in these fucking directions.
0: Behind them is a black depiction of, quote, space. This thing. <laughs> fucking space. Maybe you've... What all the hippies are calling space. You're looking at a representation of two universes. Our blue one. Our real universe. Something we can touch and feel and see how... And draw calculations about. This is us. The yellow universe.
1: This is where we all exist as part of some shitty screenplay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is something else. A shitty screenplay. <laughs> some other dimension. Something on the other side. Ok hits another computer key and a hole appears where the two spheres touch. The blue and the yellow marbleize with each other. The colors swirl until both spheres are bright green. If it were possible to generate enough power behind it, the antiforce could wipe out not just gravity, but all our universal forces at the same time.
1: That sounds like a really healthy line of research. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs>
0: In effect, it would blast a hole between this universe and the next. Each, indicates green spheres, would follow into each other. Would flow. flow into each other. No blue universe, no yellow. End. End finished.
1: Over. That sounds like a scenario for the end of the world. Yeah, that's what he (laughs) just said with an illustration. Oh my god. Yeah, A PowerPoint fucking demonstration. No wonder she's dating Flash. She's about as smart as a fucking rock.
0: My girl, it is. It is. It would mean wiping out everything that's known. Letting in everything that's unknown. Ah... isn't that a little dangerous? Don't worry yourself. True interdimensional penetration is still purely theoretical, but one day, maybe very near, maybe in the 21st century. Which was the future at the time. <laughs> 1994. <laughs> 93. <laughs> no, 93. Interior basement hallway day. Peter, Liz, Flash, and Harry all take books from the lockers, from their lockers.
1: Look, it's just, I don't know. When you and Flash go after each other like that, He's not my type. He doesn't have to be. Check. And besides, he's not all bad. That's what you want to say about your boyfriend.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's dialogue. Peter looks at Flash, who's a few lockers down. Flash has taken a football from his locker and is spinning it on on his finger with great joy and concentration.
1: You don't get it. Wait, you don't get nicknamed Flash because you're a rocket scientist, Liz. You get nicknamed Flash because you can't put your penis away. (laughs) Give it up, Parker. You'd die for a nickname like Flash. Yeah, of embarrassment.
0: Kim. (laughs) That's a great line. Dude, you know what? They would have rejected that in the writer's room of Say by the Bell. Yeah. Kim comes by and leans seductively by her locker. Kim is a ripe one, and hot, 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 it is. Actually says
1: that Oh Jesus Christ uh, does, um, Have we gotten a Kim yet? No I'll be Kim Alright she's uh, I, I want to say She's like um, Caitlin uh, okay. From Clerks She's just a big slut Okay well there's no real
0: Voice affectation
1: Yeah she's just like what, How does a slut talk? Talk like a slut Hey Flash, I'm
0: scalping a pair of Midnight Madness wrestling match. I'm um, of the. oh Hey Flash, I'm scalping a pair of the Midnight Madness wrestling match tomorrow night. Uh,
1: there's a no thing. You that. don't say you're scalping. You say, "Hey, a I have pair. a ticket. Do you she want?" She doesn't to pay even weight? say.
0: She doesn't even say ticket. A pair of the Midnight Madness wrestling match tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, she sure. is bad at scalping. It's a <laughs> terrible side business for her. Kim, find find a real job. <laughs>
0: She doesn't have to. She's a slut. The slammies? I'd kill for that. Would you pay 125 bucks? Well, uh... I... Gee, if
1: I... Can I tell you tomorrow?
0: You snooze, you lose.
1: Hiya, Liz! Kim, you know Peter and Harry? This is my new roommate, Kim Nixon.
0: Kim is pulling her pet, a foot-long salamander. <laughs> Jesus. That'd actually be interesting. A foot-long salamander out of her locker. She wraps it around her neck and t- turns to the boys. They go bug-eyed. <laughs> Hello, Peter.
1: Hi. We're going to the student reunion meeting. You coming?
0: Peter looks at Kim. Wow. Then he looks at, Liz's, at Liz, who's ingesting herself. In a small mirror, Harry jabs him in the ribs. Yeah, yeah. That's what it says in the directions. I
1: don't know why. Why is this so bad? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I gotta go over to the Daily Bugle. I'm trying to sell some photos. So, photographer? Just an amateur. Well, nice meeting you, Kim. Yeah, I bet it would be. (laughs) Again. Jesus. My name is James Cameron. I have submitted to you a script. I wrote the script without ever having interacted with other humans. Um <laughs> uh, Can I
0: be your date for the reunion, Shushu? What? 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 What does Shushu shoo, shoo mean? I don't know.
1: Uh.
0: No. No jerk. She turns to go.
1: Uh What did I say? It's not what you said. It's how you say it, (laughs) shoo-shoo.
0: Everybody leaves. I know, I saw. Everybody leaves and Harry is left alone. He throws his bag down. Damn. Peter turns to go and comes face to face with the hulking... Oh, my God, that is a bad line. (laughs) That is a
1: bad, bad line, James Cameron. (laughs) What's he come face-to-face with again? The hulking wiener. He's face-to-face with it? He's face-to-face with a hulking wiener, Sean. <laughs> Ugh. Peter, Doc Ock <laughs> wants to see you. About my data, I bet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he knows about my work on the Planetary Conjunction, doesn't he? Lies. I don't know. table reads
0: will return after this brief word from our sponsors hey man shit call rogue intel
1: hi and thanks for calling rogue intel's podcast phone please listen
0: carefully as our options have changed for english press one or say English, english for a list of podcasts simply state the podcast you'd like to hear after the tone crab Prime, news and commentary, with a twist. Buff and Gang give their take on news, commentary, and interviews in their podcast of infinite possibilities. Press 1 to play, or press 2 to play a random podcast. Now loading a random podcast. Please go to theprimepod.com for more information. Now playing some awesome shizzies. Shizzies? Man, you crazy ass crackers. Hi, this is Mama B from Rogan Tell Chatroom. When I shop on Amazon for things like dried mealworms, gun holsters, and chicken toys, I go to rogantel.com slash Amazon. It doesn't cost me anything extra, and it helps out my favorite podcast network. Again, that's rogantel.com slash Amazon. Table Reads podcast.com. Deborah,
1: so the movie's a kaput, which
0: means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, 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 back to Table Reads. Now part of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network.
1: All right, All right so we're back for the second half of this fantastic script. <laughs> and, um. It's fantastically bad.
0: I would say, I would say fantastically bad. Is a, is a fair description
1: of, uh, of this lovely little disaster. Um, it's, it's, uh, man, it's terrible so far. <laughs> like, just Dr. Octopus is like, hey, I figured out how to uh, end the entire universe and upend physics. Um, I'm just teaching this to my college students. <laughs> yeah. And, on, um, with me. you know, nobody, like, really gives a shit that there was just a fire in here. Yeah, that's the other thing. Which also I started, um, I just like started a fire and then was like, you know, I started a fire up in my classroom. I better go teach in it. Um, Man, this is, and uh, like, it's like James Cameron's like, I refuse to use Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane or Betty Brandt or any female character that's been established in the Spider-Man universe. I'm just going to make up Kim. Or even, he even refuses
0: to use like proper words in the direction like he'll just take words out, and and it's it's again another problem. Where I mean, I I know you ha- you didn't you didn't find the same stuff I did about this, but I promise you, from what I've seen, this is deliberately bad. He's he's being bad on purpose.
1: No, he's not. This was a passion project for him. He loved this. He wanted to make Spider-Man for a long time. Well, and not- now maybe later on, maybe he uh got disgruntled, but I think this is James Cameron loving shit. Because look, if we read the script for Avatar, which we have. If we read that, I'm sure you would find that it's terrible. He's a director, not a writer. That's I don't why know. Av- he he wrote the original Terminator. Yeah, which he stole from Heinlein, which is why he got sued.
0: He didn't steal it. It's, it's
1: He got sued. It's yeah, but it's not. And he lost.
0: Yeah, but it's. it's the beca- point is. It's because they found enough elements to make a case.
1: Yeah, well, Avatar is Fern Gully. With yeah, a little and bit And a of, lot of other things. With a little bit of uh, Last of the Mohicans thrown in.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. He's like
1: Carlos he's Mencia. He's not a
0: writer, he's a that's director. A, that's what I'm saying. He's like Carlos Mencia. It's not like he can't do stand up. He can do material, it's just he can't do original material, but he can make good material.
1: Yeah, but. This is him did. trying to be somewhat this original. Him,
0: this is not good material, is what I'm saying, I, I, which is why I don't
1: think he threw this
0: on purpose. I think you'll find that you're wrong if you uh, look up uh, look it up on uh, the cracked series. I'm
1: not interested in Obsessive that right now. Right, right ca- now, I'm Coulsoner interested disorder. in saying that James Cameron made a shitty script. I don't care. Oh, why no one he is denying
0: it. that. There's no denial of that here. Feed I don't in. think anybody. I don't think anybody could deny that. Actually,
1: <laughs> fade in. Oh, you turned me down. That's why that's not loud. Fade in. That's very loud. Okay.
0: There we go. Interior control room day. Peter enters wide-eyed with behind Wiener. This place is a far cry from the experiment in the lab room. It's a fantastic netherworld to which no undergrad gains entrance. No one but Peter. Ock is sitting in a swivel chair with his back to Peter. That's a real power move right there. <laughs> he turns around. So Mr. Bond. <laughs> he has the look of captain nemo in his nautilus this is ox domain
1: hello professor octavius i really admired your experiment it is back to peter we have a lot
0: of interest in common peter perhaps we should put our minds together if
1: you know what i mean says heads why, why did you change it to minds i don't know don't improve the script with your reading trevor i didn't even do How that many on times purpose do i have to tell you
0: i didn't even do that on purpose and i'm not that good of a writer so i think orson is really taking over <laughs> that would be great it would <laughs> i should just talk like orson all the time <laughs> uh i thought you really said that sean i didn't notice that was a script that was a line yeah. say, it, say it again that would be great turns with a smile now you take the planetary conjunction conjunction function this saturday night we will witness so much for fucking orson taking over and being smart this saturday night we will witness saturn jupiter the moon the earth the sun all in a row never seen within the memory of a man of man sorry were measured for its effect.
1: Yeah, the memory of man and the memory of, of, of a man. man could be very different things. Some homeless dude is fucking freaking out. We <laughs> haven't seen this in 30 years. <laughs> 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 Eddie is, his buildings restored up to
0: 50 years ago, you don't say. The total gravitational force must be quite exceptional. Isn't that the subject of your paper?
1: Yes, sir. I've worked out a new way to calculate the combined gravitational effect. I'm a busy man, Mr. Parker. Has he, has he turned around yet? Yes. <laughs> okay. Turns with a smile. Okay, that's right. He right turns. at the top of the page. Finally. Okay.
0: How great would it be if he just kept his back the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a busy man, Mr. Parker. I can't even turn around to look at you. But I think I could find the time to go over it with you. Make sure it all checks out.
1: That doesn't sound suspicious at all. No, (laughs) with my dot dot dots in the script. Well, I'm sort of working with Professor Rosamorph, and he suggested we kind of keep it between us. He thinks that my theory is, well, I don't know. Scoundrel. I want to see that data, Peter. But, Professor Octavius, if I knew you were interested, sorry, I've already given it to Professor Rosamorph. And he is, after all, the head of our physics department. And I couldn't... Ock turns sweet again. He smiles
0: too broadly. Well, I'm certain something can be worked out. Run along, young man! Peter begins to leave. Just a minute. How about if I show you my discoveries? Something I never showed to any other student. As a matter of fact, to anybody at all.
1: Look, I've been an altar boy. <laughs> well, I am really flattered. I mean, I'd love to, but I... Very well. Shall we say if you come here tonight? But, Professor, I don't know if
0: I should. Make it date sharp. I'll be waiting for you. Right here. Is he trying to seduce him? <laughs> he certainly is. He wants him Mr. to Mr.
1: Octavius, over. Over you're here. trying to seduce me.
0: Yes, I'm very... Lonely. Aren't you?
1: Very lonely. Peter looks worried, and then leaves. Yep. I mean between that and coming face to face with a giant wiener? Yeah, exactly. I understand. A hulking wiener, excuse oh. me. Oc turns to the wiener.
0: <laughs> Oc turns to Wiener who slouches against the wall, smiling. A smiling wiener. Mm-mm. The same academic world that's so keen to embrace that boy's undergraduate work ridicules my anti force theory as quackery. I ask you, Wiener, what is our society
1: coming to? Ah! They're all a bunch of brainless assholes. That's what I say. Wiener, go get me that boy's data.
0: Cost you 50 bucks. Wiener hissing? How is that on a side? Just get it. We'll negotiate your fee when you have the data. All right,
1: Wiener? (laughs) Cost you 50 bucks. What a great henchman. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exterior Daily Bugle Day Established has Art Deco building Well beyond its prime A sign says The Daily Bugle Peter enters the building Garbage Absolute 100% garbage Interior Jameson's office Day Very 40s Very messy Jay Jameson scans some photos As Peter stands helplessly by Bag ladies I hate bag ladies Yes sir Jameson is 50ish We know who he is And how he is God damn it gray at the temples brush cut on top he too is 40s
1: he too what
0: jameson is 50 ish he too is 40s probably from the 40s the 1940s what do you mean bitch i just called james cameron a bitch (laughs) his chewed up cigar is 40s i guess it is a fucking
1: okay so we're going we're going with the era now
0: Yeah, yeah this guy is a hard case looks at the other photos little kids i hate little kids it's a daily newspaper. We need we need news value. Photographs, not artsy fartsy shit. Yes, sir. Jameson comes to a picture of a business suited man with a mohawk. Peter smiles in anticipation. Kid? You want a prose assessment? Yes, sir. Handing the photos back. Your photos suck. Cigar for emphasis. Parker. My readers are morons. I gotta grab them by the eyes. Every time you press the button of that Nikon of yours, it costs me 55 cents. So the next time you're about to take the plunge, ask yourself, am I taking taking dog bites, man? Because if you are... I know, I know. You want man bites dog. Parker, this is the postmodern 20th century. I want man eats dog. Get out! Exterior straight, day. A seedy East Village walk-up. Peter takes his camera and takes various shots of a wino all in I don't know what that means he climbs the stairs to his building looks through the wall yeah through the mail he collects from a beaten down mailbox
1: reading rent rent more bills rent how many rent like are you renting three apartments Peter <laughs> rent you must be really behind rent more bills rent electricity bills oh no it's we know he
0: doesn't like to write the word tickets, so maybe he got tickets to rent. Yeah,
1: there That's we go. That's probably
0: what it is. <laughs> see. Interior of Peter's apartment, day. A one-room shabby roof apartment. A chaos of books and papers. A photo enlarger and, and darkroom baths and kitchens pots. Eight by tens tack on, tacked onto the walls. A spare camera and lenses. Self-consciously wacky kitsch. Plastic dinosaurs. Wind-up toys. A stuffed carp. That is kitschy, after all. An unmade bed and a 50s dinette set are the only furniture. A grimy skylight leads to the roof. It's not a pretty place, but it has personality. A voice from the kitchen, a shadow of an intruder, is sneaking around. There's nothing in here worth stealing! May, voiceover. From within the kitchen. That's an understatement of the year! Aunt May, you're trespassing. Comes in. I was just so desperately bored! I thought I'd come over and make you dinner.
1: I am old enough to to make my own... But I didn't feel like getting to know your roaches. I'll introduce you. Oh, and those foul chemicals in the pots. I take pictures,
0: remember? Anyway, I've decided to kidnap you for dinner in Forest Hills. She grabs her coat, crosses back to Peter, and tugs on his shoulder. It's
1: Friday night. Yes. Do you have a date? No. Well, there's this creepy guy. (laughs) Then come on. Interior. large. Oh, it's me. I'm so used to reading the directions. I'm really bored today. Do you want to take over? (laughs) No, go ahead. Interior. Large computer
0: lab night. It is dark and empty except for computers. Well, it's a large computer lab. Sitting at it, lit by the glow of its screen, is Solomon Rossimorph. Raj We've, We know who he is He's been introduced You can just say Roz As he works A door opens behind him Someone walks quietly through the lab Rozmorph keeps wa- working The intruder approaches
1: Professor Rothamorph What happened here?
0: Someone tried to rob me of some paper I suspect they were w- looking for that one What is it? Unruffled Award winning stuff Turning slightly. Peter Parker's data on the planetary conjunction.
1: Conjunction. Conjunction.
0: Damn lucky if I hit... Damn lucky if I hit it in my computer under another title.
1: Damn lucky I hit it. Yes, that too. See your lines. My God, what's going on in our school? First Professor Octavius almost blows up the physics lab. Now this. He has a
0: lot of lessons. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: really a good choice on your part. <laughs> You report it in triplicate, of course.
0: Thorkel, be careful when you talk to Octavius. Remember, the man is a very fragile genius. One day he'll bring us all the Nobel
1: Prize. Rosamorf, the man is a very dangerous crackpot.
0: (laughs) Off screen, the voice of the cyclotron whine begins to build. That's... oh. That's me. That's him again. He's working
1: day and night. I tell you, the man is very dangerous. The wine grows louder. Come on, Rothamorph. Let's stop him before this building will explode. That was worded weirdly. Yes, let's stop him (laughs) before this building will explode.
0: Interior cyclotron room, night. Ock and Wiener are at work as before. Ock takes no notice of the two men who come in, nor the worker who comes in behind them, and sets to work attaching a big lock to the door shut it down Octavius Ock ignores him Weiner touches Ock's shoulder Ock ignores him too you've
1: blown half the circus in the science center <laughs> <laughs> half the circus in the science center that's great dude <laughs> can,
0: you, can you wipe off the mic please yeah, yeah. All right. call an electrician the mic is soaked <laughs> <laughs> I have called
1: the locksmith.
0: What? What is he doing? He points toward the worker who's working on the lock in the main door.
1: We have to shut your lab down and take a look at the lines. Please, Otto, we must lock
0: it up. To Thorkel, you're denying me access to my cyclotron? You bet! Okie dokie! Ock glares back and forth between the two men, the worker and Wiener. Then he pulls back and re- the- pulls back and then he pulls back the red power throttle. Excuse me. The wine descends. The Waldos pull back and dangle from their pa- their panel. The wine dies.
1: By the way, a Waldo is the thing they use for remote controlling puppets. They explained it at the beginning. Oh, okay. In the film industry. Right, yeah, yeah. So he probably is picturing something like that, as he said. That's how they're going to control the...
0: If it is Cameron, yeah. 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 Ock contemplating. Okie (laughs) jokey.
1: He does say it.
0: I know. It's his thing. Oh, God. Just give me till tomorrow. I want to clean up my papers. Tomorrow <laughs>
1: Tomorrow you can have this room Well he didn't at all say that like someone who thinks There is not going to be a tomorrow If he gets to keep working Some tonight
0: say right <laughs> not, not, not very good at it Oh Well Thorkel A few more hours won't make a difference I hope He signals to the worker No to stop. one ever said anything ever again <laughs> The end He signals to the worker to stop Interior, apartment of Aunt May and Uncle Ben, night. The New York Mets are playing baseball on TV. It's weirdly worded, but okay. Peter watches with his Uncle Ben, a paunchy 65-year-old in polyester slacks and on a rice box, <laughs> and a comfy old sweater. A New York Mets cap is perched on Ben's head. A beer can is in his hand. A cluttered but familiar living room. How is it familiar?
1: Yeah, we have not been here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's familiar to readers of the comics yes, of who, who need to have J. Jonah Jameson explained to them in, in painstaking detail. Yeah, and who will be reading the script, obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, familiar living room sprawls comfortably around them.
1: Uh, be I'll, I'll be Ben, okay. because I don't have any characters. Another brewski. No, I'm fine, Uncle Ben. At TV. Yay! Way to do it! <laughs> I think that's yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah! Way to do it! Alright! You don't follow the Mets like you used to, do you, Pete? No, not so much anymore. Funny. When your mom and dad, uh, passed away. <laughs> I
0: <laughs>
1: I had this idea. I wanted you to be the best baseball player that ever was. Jeez, whatever happened to that? Little League. Yeah, Babe Ruth, you wasn't. Aunt May enters. It's on the
0: table. Turn off the TV. Ben nods, rises sluggishly and slowly, and turns the sound off only. Peter moves toward his aunt in the doorway. How's that girl you told
1: us about, Peter? Liz? She's great, but she has a boyfriend. Real fucking douchebag.
0: We must kill him! <laughs> interior of the dining room night Peter passes on May or passes on May and takes a seat on May a boy your age should have a girlfriend Aunt may she has a steady boyfriend Peter any girl that's worth your attention is of course gonna have a boyfriend but if she really gets to know what what you have to offer she'll suck your dick <laughs>
1: <laughs> get you get my drift? Look, just leave him alone, okay? When he's ready for girls, he'll be a holy terror. Winks. It's in the blood. <laughs> Look it. How are you fixed for money, Pete? <laughs> Maybe I can help you out a little. Ben Ben has gotten creepy in my reading. Yeah, it. yeah, I, but I like it. <laughs> he's lying to them. No, I'm all right. My scholarship covers almost everything. And I sell some photos here and there. Today, my physics professor asked for some of my work. He wants to study my data. They might publish my work in the science magazine. That'll bring me some money. Publish your work? You hear that, May? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I have to leave a little early tonight to meet Professor Octavius. He offered me to be his assistant. Whoa! Did you hear that, May? Oh, Peter, you promised you'd spend the night. I, I can't, Aunt May. Professor Octavius wants to discuss my new findings. Disappointed. Peter, what you should be finding is a nice girlfriend. And what you should be finding is something that's not so cliché. Jesus fucking Christ. When am I going to have grand nephews? Nephews and nieces.
0: (laughs) Interior, basement, cyclotron, room, night. Wiener is eating a large sandwich and drinking a Coke. I'll show them.
1: Oh, here we go. Yeah,
0: great. He says, I'll show them. <laughs> Laugh at me, will they? Yeah. Um, How close are
1: we? Uh, we got time.
0: Okay. I'll show them. Closing the cyclotron on me. Wiener! Yes, Professor? Where is he? It's ten past eight o'clock. That must be him. He opens the door. Good evening. You are late to Wiener. Wiener, go outside and get us something to eat. And don't steal it. Just buy it. I'll reimburse you.
1: You want anything, Parker? No, thank you. I just had dinner at my aunt's. Piss off, Wiener.
0: (laughs) Did he think he was being clever when he wrote that? (laughs) Wiener leaves. Peter wanders around. He goes into the experimental chamber... Because why wouldn't you? He overlooks the spider, which wiggled and jiggled and tickled. Nope. Away, which is scuttling away and crawls inside the open window.
1: Probably not important.
0: And into the chamber.
1: Probably not important. This is how
0: the this is how that that uh, Professor Stockman on the Ninja Turtles happened.
1: Yeah. I'm He's, really glad that you're reading this as Orson Welles. By the way, why? It's giving it some kind of fucking, because of this line. Okie dokie Parker. <laughs>
0: How would you like. How would you like to take Wiener's place? I mean, be my assistant.
1: Well, Professor, that would be a great honor, but I'm already working with.
0: Rosamorph, that. imbecile. Don't you understand, kid? I'm about to uncover the greatest discovery since Einstein came up with his theory of relativity the Anti Force!
1: Wow! The theory of the Anti Force! You should go for the Nobel Prize, professor.
0: Noble Schmobile I'm going for a much bigger prize, kid. Wait,
1: hold on. Are you basing that on my excellent post-fire chalkboard demonstration? <laughs> Genius is never understood in its own time. I burn shit down. Deal with
0: it. <laughs> Noble schmobile I am going for a much bigger prize, kid. Okie dokie. Let me show you, kid, what I got here. This dialogue, man.
1: I know, man. (laughs) Okie dokie, like
0: every line. (laughs) And kid. He says kid like three times. Uh, Ock begins the experiment. We move in past the shattered window. We see the spider crawling on the chamber's gear.
1: Again, not important.
0: Present maximum anti-force power to date is 38% of theoretical limit. I've patched in the variable particle wave accelerator. Shrugs. Now, try to reach 50% power. It's not exactly a science. We haven't worked it out. <laughs> Big breath. And if your paper has any value, I can use it to get the power I'm missing to create the anti force. To break through and beat any other form of power in our.
1: in our or any other universe. Capiche? Sorry, Professor. I can't do it. I gave my word to Professor Rosamorph. Who gives a shit about changing the very fabric of the universe? I made a promise. Pinky sweared.
0: <laughs> ok is angry. Ok now sees the spider. He shoots out a Waldo to try and crush it, but the spider is too fast. The Waldo slams against the wall of the chamber. He starts to push every button or switch in sight. A deafening whining starts.
1: That's, that's how a meticulous scientist works. <laughs>
0: An urgent warning tone causes Ock to look at the relative gravity dial. It is at four point nine 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 kg. But suddenly the numbers start to tumble rapidly. Insert the glowing five kg weight. Kilogram. Kilogram. Insert the power dial inches toward fifty percent power.
1: By the way, that gravity dial, or the relative gravity dial used to be in percentages, now it's in kilograms. Again, product of its time. Fifty percent
0: Anti-force fifty percent. That's all I'm missing, Parker. We can be rich
1: together. Wait, what's the commercial application for this? I don't. I don't know. Sorry. You can, they, uh, we could have one of these in every living room. <laughs> sorry, I'd better go now. You'll be sorry, Parker.
0: Peter leaves. Another urgent warning tone causes Oct to look at the monitor screen. On it, flashing red is the word overload. Ock pushes the red power throttle forward because he can't read, apparently. The whine increases to a pulse and throb. Which is also the name of Ox's favorite gay bar. I'm getting real fucking sick of all the, the dick jokes in here. <laughs> <laughs> Interior experimental chamber, night. Incredibly lit, the spider is dropping on its shimmering web strand down toward the five kilogram weight, which now glows in time with the throb and pulse. I don't know
1: why we're focusing on this spider. I can't imagine what importance it could possibly hold. No. It's It's just a spider. It's not like it's going to mess up the experiment.
0: Well, look. Spoilers. Come on now. Let's just... The monitor is flashing maximum overload shutdown. I'm sorry. Ock. I almost called him OCK like he's a rapper. OCK in the house, motherfucker. Ock continues with the experiment and then sees the spider. You. (laughs) He says you to the spider. Yeah. You. Get out of here, you creeping. He tries to shove the spider with his hand.
1: Wait, is he going to get bit by the radioactive spider?
0: Yes, dude. I've, I know all about this script from the fucking Cracked show. There's two, there's two people that claim to be Spider-Man in this movie. Interior. Spoilers. Interior experimental chamber. Night. Through the blue-white, we can barely make out Ock on the other side of the shattered window. Not if the shattered window, as it reads. He sends two Waldos after the spider. The spider evades him and jumps onto the professor's back. It then climbs onto the professor's neck and bites him. No! I hate spider bites! They sting slightly! But yeah, he just says no, like fucking Vader. Alright, how much time
1: do we have? time we're good
0: the gravity dial goes to point zero 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 one then pops back up as ox tiny world goes berserk Dials spin crack explode or droop liqui- or droop liquidly okay wires dance on the console which erupt like the 4th of july ock begins to fuck ock ock. It- <laughs> ock his shirt begins to tear away sexy A dial floats by with its pulled wires undulating like a Medusa. Waldo smash through the walls and flail like snakes. Ock's yellow thermos distorts and explodes. Ock, his hair wild, face locked in a multi-G grimace. I don't know what that means.
1: That means like... When you go in like the the astronaut training. Multi-G, wouldn't it? Yeah. A G is is one gravitational force. Okay.
0: Is pinned halfway up the wall... That is showering the room with sparks. Ecstasy above the din. It's an energy storm. Okey dokey. <laughs> <laughs> we clearly see the not at all important spider still stuck to his neck. The big beast buff, buffets and shakes. Sure. Tubes and tubes junctions, valves and whatnot fall off. You know, science stuff crashing to the floor where they twitch and writhe with a life of their own. Then, an enormous explosion rips a large hole in the cyclotron's side, sending debris and a hundred microstreams of electronic particles lancing in our direction. Interior, basement hallway night. Ultimate weirdness! Sounds like a new
1: show. <laughs> Ultimate weirdness.
0: Okay, it does sound Do like you a- have
1: what it takes to be weirder than Johnny Depp?
0: <laughs> it does actually sound like a Nickelodeon, like a Nick show. The pulsing blue white light penetrates first the door of the Cyclotron room and then the very walls. Lockers bang, lamps pop, the ceiling sags in a surreal, rubbery way. Yeah, it does. It's like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. The walls sag, too. The cyclotron sign pivots and embeds itself into a wall. In a wall. A ladder sinks in the wall. The blue-white light dances wildly about in pulses. Then, suddenly, it stops. Dead silence. Wiener comes running in, holding a double-decker sandwich and a large bottle of Pepsi. Product placement. Wiener enters Ox Lab, singing, not at first noticing what's going on. Suddenly, he stops dead does he die interior cyclotron room night a scene out of dolly's surrealistic canvas there are things inside of other things dials look like dolly watches we get it dolly this place has been rippled to the max ock lays face up unconscious on the floor a waldo across his chest the spider is leaving its, is weaving its web camera slowly down to see ock pipes and wires are stuck to his body The Waldo seems to be wrapping him. He wakes up to see those mechanical arms buried in his body. They weave around him as if they are looking for prey. He tries to tear them out, but they seem to be a part of his body, like his other limbs. He screams. Suddenly, Wiener sees Ock. Ah!
1: Professor, what happened to you? What did you do?
0: Suddenly, one of the Waldos hits him so strongly that he flies back and out through the door into the corridor. Interior, basement, hallway. Yeah, do the. Oh, okay. Interior, basement, hallway, night. Oh my god. What happened here? He hears the police sirens approaching. He runs away. I'd better get out of here. Fade out. I mean, it's it's bad, but I like it. It's like it's like good bad, dude.
1: Okie dokie, okie dokie. Yeah, it's always two <laughs> words. It's okie exclamation point. Okie dokie, dokie. It's never the hyphenated <laughs> okie dokie. So not only does he love the phrase okie dokie, he doesn't know how to use it. So I think if you, I think if you, uh, think if, you uh, if you make
0: any kind of like an infographic for this. You should get a picture of Orson and then just have it say Okie dokie. Like a big speech balloon or something in those. Cause I just part of why it's funny to me is that it's Orson doing it.
1: Yeah. But I mean, there's no way to make this without Okie dokie being fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no I don't matter, care who's No matter playing who does him. it,
0: yeah. The fact that the supervillain says Okie
1: I mean Paul dokey. Rubens could be Doc Ock and Okie dokie would still come across as ridiculous. In the face of the rest of his performance Yeah So um, let's just remind people That we have got another show It's called Touche El Douche You can find that as well as this show On iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play We are part of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network Who has other shows that are as good as or better than this one Let's let's say that We'll be nice Yeah Let's be honest Um, Not honest Nice Yeah (laughs) No Um,
0: There's good stuff out there I mean
1: one of those shows Is about sports So I have a lot of trouble You're a little biased Yeah (laughs) Because I'm super into The Spider-Man thing I don't think you're allowed To be in Spider-Man And sports Oh I think Stan Lee's A sports fan Yeah but he's 95 He's had time to Be everything Like
0: devote himself To sports
1: So um let's get the fuck out of here
0: agreed the voice of table reads is art carlson hey that's kind of meta meta this podcast was created by sean mcbee and produced by ferris wheelhouse ferris Ferris
1: (laughs) wheelhouse.net fuck cut to black